Hello, this is Christopher Banks, and I'm so happy to have you here again on another episode of Kingdom Living. It, we have been uh, running this for a couple of weeks now, and I hope that you have been getting great value out of this. Now, this episode is very important, so I hope that you have your Bibles ready and got some um, equipment to take notes. It's important for you to take notes uh, so that way you can teach what has been taught to you. And that way that you can also remember when it's come time for rem remembrance what has been taught to you. Today's ep episode is, is very important and it's probably going to be one of the most important things that you have ever heard. It is one of the rights of being a citizen in the kingdom of God. Now notice I said citizen, not religious. I keep reminding you on every episode that we are not to be religious. We are, we are basically to become stewards, citizens, of God's kingdom and I'm gonna keep saying that till it gets clear and cut through you uh, Jesus spent a lot of time teaching about being a citizen being a son being uh, ambassadors in his kingdom and somehow throughout that whole thing we got religion out of it and so it, the man was walking around and talking with with all of the, all of his people the whole time, I I am just here communicating to you. I'm, I have a lot of work to do, <laughs> but let's get started. Uh, I want us to remember this word citizen. And I want us I want us to really reflect on what it means to be a citizen in your, in your own country that you're in, whether you're a citizen in Africa, whether you're a citizen in Germany, Jamaica even America, what does it mean for you to be a citizen? What it means is, you, is that you have certain rights, certain things that you are entitled to. Am I right? To be a citizen means that you have the ability to gain profit from the country that you are a citizen in. For example, I am a uh, American by uh, birth. I was born in the United States of America in Houston, Texas. Grew up on uh, 8126 Record Street. And the rights that I have, I have a right to vote. I have a right to uh, freedom of speech, that's what we call it. I have a right to um, request that my country gives me security. I have a right to have shelter, clothes, medical care, a lot of things that my country should be providing for me because I am its citizen. But a lot of us, as I look around the world, as I look, look through the 
the city that I grew up in, as I look on all these social media sites and CNN news and Fox News and all these major news sites, I keep seeing the same thing, that some of what the government is supposed to be doing for us cannot meet it. Now, I'm not here to start any argument saying that, oh, we can't meet it because of money, we can't meet it because of this and this and that. I'm simply saying that we cannot meet it at this moment. One of the greatest things about being a citizen in the kingdom of God is that you must acknowledge who is the king. In order to have a kingdom, you must have a king. Now, God is not a president. You can't vote him in. That's why many of us don't understand the Bible. That's why many of us speculate things about the Bible. We misquote scriptures. We base our own beliefs off of what we see in the present world as having a president and get a chance to vote on what, to, what the rules are. But in God's kingdom, he is the king. He is the king. King means that he set the standards. He's the ruler. He's the ruler of the entire universe. The ruler sets a measure. Have you ever looked at a ruler and see the, how the lines are straightened out? You know, any point that you put that ruler in, whether it's slanted or diagonal or straight, it's going to be that line that that ruler set in motion. Now, that's very important. So the king has his kingdom all in order. And we are his citizens if we choose to be. Remember, I talked about that, about that thing called choice. Now, in for a reference context of where I'm going with this, I am in the book of Exodus, chapter 14. And in this chapter right here, in this specific, you know, I'm sorry, specific lesson out of Exodus 14, we find the, the Israelites who have just got let go by Pharaoh. And Pharaoh went through some hard times, as as many of our, our countries are today went through pestilence, went through famine, went through all these sorts of diseases, lack of water, <laughs> lack of economical, economical advances, lack, just complete lack and total destruction. Some of us can relate to this today. People were going crazy in that land, all because they didn't want to abide by what God said to let his people go. There are many of us who can relate to this um, by not listening to what God said and we, we're wondering why our bank accounts are empty. We're wondering why our life is so hard. Hmm. If he's speaking to you right now, you need to listen. Now, at this point in Exodus 14, I hope you're, you, you got it. Right, and I invite you to go ahead and pause it, or you can you can you can read ahead or whatever. But 
I really want you to pay attention to this. The Israelites got to a point to where they were in a certain area that's right by the sea. And they started complaining. Now, a lot of us can relate to this because a lot of us get to a certain point in our lives where we've been praying to God. See, before the Israelites got to that point, they've been praying, they've been crying, they've been, oh, woe is me, I need help, I need help. And a lot of us do that. We, we are saying we need help. All, the, all these, uh, these, these movements of Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, we, it's all a plea for help. All these matters of all the homeless sitting down there crying, it's a plea for help. It's a plea for something to happen that's positive in their lives. And I'm here to tell you today to keep going, to keep striving for that positive thing to happen. Never give up. Never, ever, ever give up on that. Because your help is right along the way and it's I guarantee you, if you become a citizen in his kingdom, the help is right around the corner. But we must discuss this thing called help. Now, I said before that the citizens have, have certain rights. So it's up to the government to save you from sometimes your own mess. <laughs> The kingdom of God will, all right, he has legions of angels ready to go, ready to protect you, ready to, to, to stop all these horrendous acts to you. And a lot of us get really confused about this thing called, oh, I'm a soldier for the Lord. He has soldiers already. You, you, you take that too literally. I'm not saying bend down and fight when somebody disrespects you, but what I am saying is that he, in his government, in his kingdom, he has people already, angels already ready to fight, already ready to go. <laughs> Have you not read that it only took two angels to basically just blow away a boulder that took many men to cover up a, a, a hole? Have you not read that when <laughs> the king himself said, if I chose to, I have a legion of angels. Do you really don't want to mess with me, Pilate? <laughs> <laughs> and the same was given also to us as citizens. We don't have to fight for things. I remember Yolanda Adams, or was it Yolanda Adams? I could not quite rem remember. But it was, I believe it was her who sung, the battle is not yours, it's the Lord's. It's the owner. Lord means owner. Which, once again, I will state the obvious. We are not owners. We are not. If you give your fight unto the king, 
the king says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. So all you have to do is tell them about his word. But in order to tell them about his word, you have to read about it. So if a weapon seems to be prospering in your life, what word are you reading? Whose words are you having more faith in? Remember, you can have faith in the wrong thing. So if you haven't faith in your own defeat, in your own ignorance, that is Satan right there. But he had faith in no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Remember that and go through it. And don't allow that weapon to prosper. So as we keep reading in this book, Exodus, the citizens are once again crying out and they do the same thing that we do. Even us who are calling ourselves saints. It was better for us to not leave. It was better for us to not go. Oh, I had it so good over there. Yes, my boss may have been on my butt, but oh my goodness. <laughs> we do this. We, 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 we pray and pray and pray and ask God to take us out of here, take us to a better place to help us and save us. And then we get mad because it's not the way that we want it. Let me ask you something. Who are you to decide how you should be saved? Who are you to decide what's best for you? That's an even more powerful question. All of us like to think we know what's best for us. But in the end result, the same, we really don't even know ourselves. We don't even know our own purpose in life. We don't even know where we came from. So how can we possibly know what is best for us? The only way how we figure that we know is, is judging from what our parents did, what they did around us, what the elders were doing around us, what people are doing around us who are in our same age group or our same generation and say, oh, I won't do that. I think it's wrong. I won't do this. I will do this. That's saying how we raise our children. But we still complain a lot, a lot. I'm saying the word we because I've been there, my friends and family. I have been there. I have complained and complained and complained. And when I prayed for deliverance, I complained and complained and complained. And I can just imagine my father in heaven looking, shaking his head. If we could help ourselves, he would never had to come and save us. And for those who don't believe that he has stepped down, I invite you to read. Read the Bible more. It's been predestined already. The Bible says that he is God and there's no one like him. He sees the end before he begins. So he knew that he was going to do this. He knew that that skinny woman was going to pick that fruit and give it to her husband and cause a whole bad chain reaction. He knew it, but he already fixed it. And it's up to us, our choice to take the fix.
And it's going to be up to us to take the deliverance. If we're praying for a deliverance, we should accept it. So as we find out in the story, they are, they are all saying, oh, man, woe is me. They're coming with chariots and they're galloping down. And this is how we are with our problems. The problems are coming. They're galloping down just like Pharaoh. I'm coming. I'm coming. And we get scared. We get frightened. I'm not, now, some of us, it, it, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. You should not fear no man. But we fear the things. We, as a matter of fact, we fear so much that we can't even tell our boss no. Ain't that something? Here's a person who talks about your back and talks behind you, about you behind your back. Here's a person that will will cut you at a moment's notice and we fear him when we have a king who loves you practically don't practically no matter what you do he loves you and will do everything he can to to help you to love you to teach you to train you to get the to get you the best god is more concerned about your about your success than you, even you are. The Bible says, don't fear the man who can just take the flesh. Fear the man who can, take, who can destroy the flesh and the, and the soul. The purpose of this podcast is to get you to start thinking as a citizen in the kingdom of God. Now, in this story, they are, the, the Egyptians are pursuing them. They're running up on them. And the one who has his head straight, who said, you know what? I'm a king. I have, I, <laughs> I have God on my side. Who ain't that powerful? I have God on my side. Man, don't you realize you can, you can whip any problem and turn to an opportunity, turn into something Staring to a testimony when you have God on your side? How many of you right now can have facing problems and just look and, need, and you realize now that all you need to do is look at it and say, wait a minute, you are a problem, but I have God on my side. Please, try me. <laughs> That's how we should be looking at problems. Try me. My king is all powerful. Now, they said to Moses in, in verse 11, because there were no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt thus with us? Carry us forth out of Egypt. What are you doing to us, Moses? What are you doing? Is, it, is, is this not the word that we told you back in Egypt saying, let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians. Let us be a slave. Let us be a slave to society. It's so good. Master Soros is so good. Because now at least we can die in, a, in, 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 in Egypt. I mean, they, you know, we can get buried. You know, we can probably get buried with the Pharaoh. You know, we can probably get buried in the tomb that we built for him with all the gold and stuff. I like that. I don't want to die next to this next to all this wilderness with crows crowing and stuff like that. I don't want that. Come on, Moses, what are you doing? And that's how we do. This is how we, that is how we act. 
But you got the man of God there saying the words that you need to repeat to yourself every day you look in the mirror, every day you face adversity. He said, fear ye not. Stand still. Stop moving around like a busybody. Stop frightening. And see the salvation of the Lord. That's some powerful stuff. See some the salvation of the owner. He owns the earth. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Ain't that something? Whew. You don't understand. You just don't understand. Whew, I'm getting happier already. Look, look, look. He says, my king is here with me. I, I'm his citizen. He can fight for me. And all I have to do is just Exercise my authority. Your authority comes from what? Let them have dominion over the earth. Over the fish and the sea, the birds, the whole earth. Everything across. Everything. That's what he said. That's what the king said. He gave you dominion. He didn't give you ownership. That's why you'll never be called Lord. But he gave you dominion to exercise your authority. Say, wait a minute, I have the king on my, on, on my, on my back right now. We always talk about, oh, I hear it's a song uh, with, 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 uh, with uh, Kanye and, and all them say nobody mess with my clique. Man, ain't nobody can mess with me and my father. And this is how you gonna have to act. This is how you gonna have to have to start thinking. See, see, see. The the word repent means basically to change your way of thinking. Don't think with this slave mentality. Don't stop thinking with with. Oh, I'm just gonna accept what it is. Stop that. You are a kingdom citizen. You are a, the reality of it, you are a child of God. You came from him, not some monkey, not some, some amoeba. You came from him. Your true essence are, is from him. The Bible says, I think it not strange to call you brothers who serve the will of my father. You are in the family. You're in the family business. Whew. Take a deep breath, y'all. You know, I just did. It says, stand still and you will see the salvation of the Lord. It's a lot of waiting that I wish I had more time to talk about this, Ooh. but I must continue, which he will show you today for the Egyptians whom you see riding up on you with all these chariots, all these horses, all these spears and swords and shields and all this. You won't see them again. You, sh you see them again no more forever. That means they all that's coming against you is going to drop. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I, I beg you to lift your hands up and receive that today. Your problem is going to drop. And you're going to see the salvation of the Lord. Yes, your son, your daughter may have died due to some stupid act of violence, but you shall see the salvation of the Lord.
Know who your king is. Know who your backing is. Know where your kingdom is. No, give up this democracy thing. Stop telling the king what you think he said and act on what he said. Read scriptures with a new mind. Understand scripture with a new mind. And if you don't understand it, just ask the king himself. As a citizen, it is your right to go see the king, to request the audience with the king. As a citizen in America, it is your right, basically, to request the audience with the president. Now, he can probably deny you, you know, but it's still your right to request. But God won't deny you if you change your ways and follow him and choose to follow him. That's it. That's all he's asking. He's giving you the choice right there in your hands. Right there. You have a choice. Follow me or, or follow Baal. Follow God or follow religion. Follow God or just keep doing things that you're doing. No pressure. Except for all these things that's coming and whooping your tail. He says, furthermore, that the Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Ain't that beautiful? The Lord will fight for you. He will fight for his citizens. Protection, this is what we're missing. When we rely on some other government that has lack, when the kingdom of God has it all. Protection. We need that. We need protection. And it's high time for us to claim that. You see, when I said before, make it come full circle again. Your inheritance is the kingdom. Not some boat, not some house, not some car, not some, some, some com computer. Not millions of dollars. No, your inheritance is the kingdom. And all you must do is just believe in his word. You can't get to the father but by his word, by his son. And look, when you tell the king what he says in his word, the king reacts. He never went against his word. He reacts to his word. <laughs> Did you catch it? He reacts to his word. He never goes back on his word. He is God. He has never, he never lied to you. He has never, that's why he's very careful from what he says and what he speaks. He never lies. All you have to do is know his word. Look here, look here, look here, look here. And the Lord said to Moses, Wherefore criest thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. Why are you crying? Don't you realize I have your back? I told you. I got you. That's what he said earlier in Exodus. These are my people. I got them. Let my people go. I'm responsible. 
maybe we should stop being, stop trying to be responsible for ourselves and let God take control. Uh-oh. Let God take control of your lives, friends. Realize he is the Lord. Realize he is the king. This is not a shouting message. This is not this is this is kingdom talk. This is business. And I'm getting I want you to grasp this inside your hearts, your minds, your soul, whatever you want to call it. I want you to grab it, grab it and take hold to it and carry it out. You need his kingdom. You need him. There is no other way you're going to get it done. You want to stop the the, the violence and the hate crimes and all this other stuff that's happening around in your community. Execute your authority and become his citizen. Become his ambassador and bring the culture to heaven to your community. That's it. That's all you have to do. Invite him in. Invite him in. That is it. And start realizing the importance of his kingdom. A lot of times we, 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 we tend to get scared to understand that. We get worried to understand that. But the Bible tells us not to worry. The Bible gives us, his word gives us so much surety that he has our back if we only just follow his word. If we only just follow him. There should be no other reason why we should be going through all this turmoil, all these problems, all this pain, and not be able to still smile and say, you know what? He has my back. Well, other person have your back like this. Nobody in this entire world will have your back like this. What, what, what would happen? All right. You, some of you have friends and or brothers or siblings and whatnot. It's been a point in life where they left you. They have left you. You know, they say that they, that they wouldn't. It's been a single point in their life. Whether it's been something as minor as saying, hey, I need your help on beating this new game. And he's playing it and he loses and he walks off. He left you. Or to something major. And when y'all's trying to go somewhere and very important and he leaves you, he or she leaves you, they leave you. God said, I will never leave you. Who are you putting your faith in? Who are you putting your trust in? To become a citizen, it means that you have now accepted his protection. You have now said you are responsible for me. Let me let me let me break this down to you. I am on this Mac computer. And if I look on this Mac computer, I see an an, an icon there is an apple. And on this apple, I know that the manufacturer is, is Apple. The company who made this Mac is Apple. They made this. So when I first got this box with this computer and keyboard and mouse inside, they came an instruction manual. And in this instruction manual, it, get, it says what, what, it, what it can do, all the possibilities and everything like that. But it also had this, 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 this thing that we don't read, the warranty. Or the guarantee. That's why some of us don't even know how to operate our own DVD players. 
our own Xbox, our own PlayStation. We don't know how to operate our own cell phones. We never read the manual. We never read that manual that says, do this, do this, do this, don't do this, don't operate near water, don't do this. It, you know, we never read that stuff. We just assume that's what it says. That's what we're doing with the Bible. We assume that's what it says instead of reading it for ourselves. So in this box that I had the guarantee on, it said if there's anything defective about this product, we do not attempt to fix this yourselves. This is what we're doing. We're fixed trying to fix these issues ourselves. We are not returning it to an authorized dealer. And I'm here to tell you today that he is the only authorized deal dealer. God is the only authorized Jesus. I'm, I mean, sorry, dealer. He is the only one. He is the only authorized dealer. Not no, not 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 any of these 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 religions that you keep calling upon. No, they, no, it's not. And for those of you who are denying Christ and taking it to an unauthorized dealer, I wonder how, how much of your salvation is still there. But he still loves you. He still loves you to know that you didn't read the manual. You didn't read it, but I still have my guarantee on you that if you were to return back to me, return back to the authorized dealer, I will restore it. I will take care of it. See, the funny thing is about these, about these devices that we have, they say return back to, author, to an authorized dealer, and if we cannot fix it, we will give you an, another one. Free of charge, free of shipping. Just I will give it back to you because my name is on it. Some of us don't realize when we read that in the Bible. <laughs> don't you see when you, you read this in the Bible? For his name, we are saved for his name's sake. Our, he was, we was made in his image. We are his responsibility. But we're choosing not to return back to the authorized dealer. We, what company made you? If you were in the company with, if you made inside the company of Muhammad, fine, bye. Yeah, okay, cool. Go to him, have him fix you. If you was in a company, made in, in, in the company of Baha'i faith or, or Hinduism, then go back to them and have them fix you. But me, I was made in God Incorporated. That's who made me. That's the only one who's allowed to fix me. That is the only one. He is the only one. And until you realize that your problems will continue to overpower you. And just like back then in Exodus, he had a man tell them, hold your peace. I'm telling you now, hold your peace and watch the Lord fight for you. Watch him do it for you. I wish I had more time to talk about this, watching what the Lord would do for you. Because a lot of us get that confused. We're waiting for signs and wonders. We want the signs and wonders, the, 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 the glorious boom, pow, pow, shut the hands to come on. When 
when, whenever he starts fixing stuff. No, 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 no. That's not what it's going to do every single time for you. He is going to show you that he is Lord. You need him. He's going to show you that. He's going to make you humble yourself. What does a father do? What does a real father do? Before he helps you, he humbles you. Whew. He, and then he'll protect you and save you. You'll see his salvation. You'll see his power. You'll see his glory. You'll see his mercy. The Bible says, touch not mine anointed. Don't touch my children. Don't touch them. Who are you giving your life to? Who are you representing? Which country are you representing? Are you representing God's country? Or something that will be gone just like every other civilization that has ever been conquerors of this world. The choice is yours. Thank you for listening. This is Christopher Banks. Be blessed and take care. Now, if any one of you are ready to join his kingdom, I ask you now to close your eyes and bow your heads. Any one of you are sick, any one of you has problems, any one of you who have things that's going on with you, I invite you now in prayer. Though see the Lord is everywhere. He can be here in Japan with me and be there in New Mexico with you at the same time. He is that powerful, he is that awesome. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Father, give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all that is evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory. Heavenly Father, I'm asking that if any of your children are sick, any of them that are feeling pain, any of them are feeling hurt, the cries are coming out throughout all the communities, all the cities, fathers. We need your kingdom here today. We need your kingdom. And I see you, Father. You are standing there with open arms. And it's time for us to come back. And I thank you. I ask that you will show your salvation, show up and show out in our lives because without you, Father, we cannot make it. And I thank you. Everyone that is sick, lift your hands and accept your citizen authority in his kingdom and rebuke that sickness out of you because it's illegal in your body. In the name of Jesus, you are healed. 
any of you are going through these problems, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Speak his word and you shall be healed. You shall see his salvation. And Father, we ask to be healed. We ask to be saved. Not for our sakes, but for your name's sake. And we thank you. And we give you all the honor, all the praise. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.